0: Happy holidays, everyone. This is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 95 it's now been 46 weeks exactly since i began this experiment where i talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips it's a beautiful day in southern california and live from the mountain at the next to upper zen spot it's today's special holiday extravaganza we will feature special greetings updates a fantastic mini bc concert loads of fun things to do on the show notes page and more This will also be the last podcast of 2014, so let's all go out with a bang. I will probably blog a few more times this year, but I'm putting the mic down to enjoy some quality time away for Christmas with my honey. So stay tuned while I listen for the last time this year to the inspirational snippet of I'm Letting Go by Josh Woodward, and after I let go of my cares and woes, we'll head on for our celebrations. entire year almost of helping me let go. And before I move ahead with letting go of something today, wasn't that great opening music, BCs? It's We Wish You a Merry Christmas by the United States Marine Band. Now back to my topic. Today I want to get ready for a new year and let go of this year's woes. Whatever your religious beliefs, this time of year is a good time for reflection, etc. And as I sit up here in my next to top Zen place, I think about years past because this time of year usually meant lots and lots of holiday gatherings, holiday parties, loads of guilt, lots of pounds, and January 1 comes rolling around not as something to celebrate, but for the dreaded get back on my diet roller coaster. right? I'm gonna start running now, I'm gonna cut back now, I'm gonna get thin now. This is pretty similar every single January for my entire life, except for the couple years I was maintaining and already being deprived of eating and exercising all the time, because that's how I maintained my quote unquote goal weight, was to eat extremely low calories for my body type and to exercise at least twice a day, more than an hour. And I got pretty exhausted doing that. But outside of those years, January meant the end of the binge tour, which is what I call the holiday time from October (laughs) through December was the the binge tour of eating anything and everything and feeling pretty badly about everything that I ate. Now, this year is completely different. Yes, I think I weigh exactly the same as the last time (laughs) I thought about what I weighed, at least from how my clothes fit. As you know, I don't know exactly what I weigh, but I am pretty much the same size. And I haven't been trying to maintain my weight and I haven't been trying to lose weight. I sure as heck haven't been trying to gain weight, but I've been enjoying my holiday parties, outings, going out to restaurants or whatever happens in the course of these holiday times, including getting the dreaded gift of chocolates. How about that, BCs? You ever get that? Your neighbor comes over and gives you the (laughs) wrapped up box of chocolates because it's kind of the gift you give someone if you don't know quite what to give them. And there you are with a pound or more of chocolates in your house. That used to make me break into a cold sweat. You know, kind of like, oh, thank you. And what was even worse is I really like dark chocolate. I like nuts and I like chews. I really hate creamy centers. I don't like frosting on cake. I'm unusual that way. But I don't like that and I don't care at all. I mean, at all for milk chocolate. I mean, at all. But... If those chocolates were in the house, even if they were creamy vanilla center milk chocolate things, because they were candy and because I had deprived myself of them, I would be after them and eating them and feeling sick to my stomach. And no, even if I sat down and lit a candle and put on my Zen music and appreciated these candies, I wouldn't have liked them because I don't like them. Well, prior to my exploration of intuitive eating that I started with you in the middle of this year, I don't think I really did consider ever, do I like the taste of this food? Because food was always in the, it's allowed category or not. And if it was in the not allowed category, whatever it was, if somehow it snuck into my life or I let my guard down, or I was in one of those moods where, oh, well, tomorrow's Monday. That food was down my gullet lickety-split thanks to my friends, the robot aliens, who would beam down into my body and thrust their robot arms into my sleeves, take me to the cupboard, where we would throw anything right down my stomach. And sometimes it was due to deprivation and not being able to eat what I felt like, and sometimes it was emotional, as we have discussed at length. Well, typically, to back on my topic of what I wanna let go of today in our holiday celebratory mood is letting go of woe. You know, woe is me, W-O-E, woe, woe, woe. Because I think it is not useful, I've found, for me to think about what I've done wrong, what is wrong, or what I perceive as wrong. And sometimes what I perceive as wrong isn't even accurate. It's just my feeling about a situation, right? There's your side, my side, and maybe an external truth side, but even that doesn't tell you all the story of anything. This year, if I think about it, when I started this show on February 3rd, there you go, Brave Companions, if you want to write down to get ready for our anniversary show in February. February 3rd was the day that I put on my recorder and left the house and walked around the park and Compulsive Overeating Diary was born. Well, if I go one year ago, I was still doing Daily Adventure Tales. And in fact, I was putting a lot of effort into an excellent Christmas episode of Daily Adventure Tales, which I'll talk about a little bit more later. I was excited because I was going to a podcaster conference, the New Media Expo, in, I think it was January of last year, and I was excited to meet some of the podcast greats like Cliff Ravenscraft and, you know, people that I'd heard of and who did podcasts. I was excited to go there and see them in person, and in fact, in Cliff's case, I even actually interviewed him, and I interviewed several more at the New Media Expo. So last year, I was kind of full of hope. And thinking that this was the year I was going to be thin, this is the year that Daily Adventure Tales was going to take off, that, you know, Mark was retiring, and everything was going to be good. But what happened was, I didn't get thin. Now, if you look at last year's selfie at my Christmas show for Daily Adventure Tales, I think I look a little bit more fluffy than I do in today's selfie. I don't see a huge difference. And when I started the show, I was kind of hoping to get down to 191. And further than that, I think maybe 164 was always sort of my goal weight, my secret goal weight to stick around at 164. Well, I know that that's at least 50 or 60 pounds from here. And I didn't get down to 191. And I think my first goal was get down to 191 by June. And I didn't. And in fact, I've pretty much been here, the last time I got weight I was 208. I think I'm up a little bit from that, not too much, but I'm up a little bit from that. But whatever weight I am, I have been this darn weight now for, I don't know, three, four, five months, really a long time. And that's despite hiking, biking, sometimes I eat a lot, sometimes I don't eat very much, it all depends on if I'm hungry, it all depends if I'm emotional but I'm pretty much hanging around this same size where I wear my skinny for me 18W jeans most days. And on Puffy, I ate a lot of restaurant salt days. I go back to my 20Ws for a day or two, but for the most part, I'm wearing 18W in pants and I'm wearing a zero X, whatever that is in shirts. So I'm not quite sure how that translates into a regular lady size, but I am definitely a W. I know I weigh more than 200 pounds. I know that I'm still curvy. I've still kind of got an hourglass figure, but the sand is starting to run out. (laughs) You know, my top is getting toward my middle and my middle is getting a little bit rounder with age. And I still have the great base side that I've always had. So even though I'm kind of the same weight, I notice as I'm getting older, my shape is changing. And in the past, that would probably pretty much give me a lot of woe. Now, Mark and I also kind of got ourselves set up to have a modest retirement income for ourselves, so we wouldn't have to worry too much when he retired and I retired, and we could kind of fool around and do whatever we wanted, you know, like we've been going to Ventura, or we were thinking we could go to Hawaii once or twice a year, because we love Hawaii. We had all these ideas in our mind of all the adventures we could have and how things would work, but this last year, we also had some financial challenges that hit unexpectedly, and so that kind of put the stop to that, Another reason why we're doing all of our little Ventura, our Ventura adventuring right now at the end of the year, because our finances got a little bit better. And while we're on that topic, thank you, Brave Companions, for your contributions to this show, because that was totally unexpected and on the plus side. So, but again, Mark and I expected to have a different financial picture than what we did. Also, both of us, I had that minor bike accident in the middle of the year. He had some other injuries. In the year, I had troubles with my knee. Remember, I was moaning about having to use my cane. So neither of us were able to get around as much as we had hoped. That was woe. whoa, whoa, woe is me. Okay, I can come up with many, many things about this year that are negative, that are not what I hoped, not what I dreamed, not how it turned out. But as I sit here in the Zen place talking to you with this huge smile on my face, I choose instead to say, All of that woe was just a lesson, just a stepping stone for me to be where I am today. And where I am is in a beautiful blue sky. I'm sitting here in the outdoors talking to many brave companions from all around the world whom I never would have met if Daily Adventure Tales had been successful. You know, I never would have known you. I never would have tried to sing. I never would have done that without the encouragement of the brave companions. I wouldn't have thought to do voice acting. I wouldn't have done a lot of things. And one thing for sure, Daily Adventure Tales, I would have done a lot of interesting things, like I went to feed some ostriches, or I go to different places, and things like this, which I still do. But I would not have thought to tackle my fear of food. I would not have thought to make it my goal to make peace with food and my body. And that is the biggest blessing possible. And unless you've been in our shoes, where every second of your life seems to be filled with thoughts of food and what you can eat or what you can't eat and what does your body look like and what size are you? And what are people thinking of me because of my size? You can't understand the freedom and how wonderful it is to sit here and not really worry about what I'm going to eat for lunch or what did I have for breakfast or will we be going out to dinner and might there be dessert or will the neighbor give me chocolate? I don't worry about any of that these days. And while I'm honestly wishing that my body was more at the 191 size because I really felt good at that size, I don't regret my body whatever weight it is today. I'm learning to appreciate me where I am. And to appreciate yourself doesn't mean you're giving it up. It means you're giving up the woe about it. Instead of saying, oh, no, I'm still way over 200. Oh, no, my legs are still big. Oh, no, I can't fit into the seat as well as I'd like. Instead, I say, yay, my body brought me up the mountain. Yay, I can breathe really well today. Yay, I'm privileged to be able to see this lovely vista in front of me because my eyes are still capable of that. Hooray, I'm willing to speak to you fairly clearly despite the injuries that I've suffered in the past around my mouth. Yay for my body. Yay for my spirit. Yay for me for trying to get up. Every time I fall, every time I have a challenge, even though I have my whiny, pathetic moments this year, and you've got to hear a lot of them, overall, too bad on you, Woe. I'm here to say yay. Days are often a time we reconnect and let people we care about know how we are. In honor of that, I'd like to start off our holiday extravaganza with a comment on day 94 from none other than Kendra the librarian. Now I've mentioned many times that there's BCs that are very active for a while and then they go away and do their thing and sometimes they email me, sometimes they don't. And Kendra is one I haven't heard from for a little while, though she always kind of came now and again to like something on Facebook or to give me a little message there so it's not like Kendra disappeared into the atmosphere but just the same I was very happy that she reconnected with me by posting on day 94 and Kendra says just wanted to say hi things are okay for me getting ready for Christmas and working on letting myself enjoy those treats Also, I just learned that you need to eat about 3,500 calories over and beyond your regular eating. So I guess the world doesn't stop if I eat a peanut butter cup, laughing out loud. Keep up the podcast. My reply, and this is going to stand in as a Christmas letter to all of you brave companions. Hugs, Kendra. In other words, hugs all of you. I'm glad to hear that things are well and that you will be enjoying versus stressing over Christmas. Yep, a true pound of weight gain takes much more than doing a bite here and there. As many people have said, it isn't what you do any one day that shapes your life. It's what you do most days. I think the very best thing I'm learning to help me these days is that food is just food. I used to say that to avoid eating the treats such as peanut butter cups. But now I know that a peanut butter cup is neutral and I can have a bite or not. It's really freeing. On my best days, I'm able to pass up many things that aren't my favorites and focus more on what I truly want to have as a flavor slash texture and enjoy it. When I'm in my IE zone, no food will harm me outside of allergies. And that is making our current holidays so much less stress for me. Of course, I'm still learning, aren't we all? So some days I still struggle with my automatic attitudes. I'm so happy to hear from you. I think of you often and wish you well as you were key early on in my exploring intuitive eating for real. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas, dear Kendra. And to all of you BCs, XO, XO, XO. Happy holidays. And if you're a BC who's been listening and hasn't been commenting for a while, in the new year, if you get around to it, please drop me a line and just say that you're doing well and let me know how you are. I would so appreciate it. Thanks, species. As I mentioned last show, I asked you to send me your holiday selfies or greetings, and the first of our special holiday surprises is a greeting from Stephanie from Quebec, including a traditional holiday song in French.
1: Bonjour Laurie, bonjour les braves compagnons This is Stephanie from Quebec Just wanted to say Merry Christmas and have good holidays Everyone and just for the fun of it Here's um, Jingle Bells in French Vive le vent, vive le vent, vive le vent d'hiver Boule de neige et sapin vert et Bonne année mere
0: Merci, mon ami. I loved hearing jingle bells in your native tongue, and especially the yee-haw at the end. I'm curious, is that just your own special spin, or is that traditionally done in jingle bells in French? But anyhow, I loved it, and I played it over and over again. I wonder if that would be a good thing to put on my phone for my holiday ringtone. Anyway, Merry Christmas, or would it be Joyous Noel? Oh, I'm not sure. I should have looked that up. But anyway, (laughs) Merry Christmas, Stephanie, and thank you. Another fun holiday surprise from Stephanie is that she sent in a holiday selfie where she is totally rocking out an elf outfit. That's right, an elf outfit, and she looks smoking hot. Be sure to check it out on the show notes to go see it. And Donnie, Donnie sent in a super cute holiday selfie. Hers features a darling Christmas pup. I, too, was not immune to holiday selfie fun. And the last time I was in Ventura, I went all around the hotel, snapping selfies in front of all of the holiday decorations. These include me drinking coffee in front of a beautiful Christmas tree, me kissing a tall wooden soldier, a nutcracker, and me smiling in front of the menorah to honor my fake son, Steve. And in fact, my fake son, Steve, has something he'd like to say to you.
2: Hi, this is Lori's fake son, Steve, wishing you B.C.'s a happy Hanukkah.
0: You know, it's very important that I feel that I'm honoring everybody's beliefs and their traditions. And that's one reason why I'm so happy that Steve sent his greeting to you. And if you'd like to know more about why this is so important to me, check out last year's holiday episode of Daily Adventure Tales. It's really a good show. The link will be on today's show notes. It was episode 16 of Daily Adventure Tales, and it was called, quote, Christmas. It's a small Christian world comma, don't twerk on Twitter, comma, and other holiday adventures. And here's the description. Christmas is a diverse time of celebration. We learn from our fake son, Steve, why for him it's a small, small Christian world. We travel to Knott's Berry Farm to sample the world-famous chicken dinner. Mark shares his version of the Hanukkah story, and you just don't want to miss that, believe me. We have fun with Twitter, Alan Bernhoff's beautiful Beatles song, Imagine Christmas, and Jonathan Mann's imaginative Nice King Hanukkah song based on Adventure Time. And that show notes page on Daily Adventure Tales had a fine selfie of me, as I told you earlier in the show, in a cute Christmas sweater or an ugly holiday sweater, depending on your point of view. And you know, that show is really worth it if only to hear Alan's song, Imagine Christmas. Alan is a guy that doubles for Beatles music when shows can't afford the real Beatles license. And he has done cover bands where he is John Lennon, and he is a great songwriter, and he was so kind to give me permission last year to put that song on Daily Adventure Tales. So I'm telling you, if you're bored and you're thinking of going for the chips, don't do it. Instead, go to Daily Adventure Tales and listen to my fun Christmas episode. It was one of the shows I was most proud of. But before we leave holiday selfie land, another reason I was so glad to get holiday selfies from Donnie and Stephanie is I used our faces from those selfies to make a rocking funny video courtesy of Jib Jab another fun thing you should not miss. And that video in its entirety is on today's show notes. But you know, I also posted it yesterday on Facebook right after I made it, along with some other jib-jabby fun. And here is what BC Suzanne had to say about that.
3: Anyway, I hope you're having fun putting... The show together, I loved the jib-jab um, Christmas cards. <laughs> those, those just make me laugh. I don't know. I my brother did those a few years ago when they first came out. Where They had these dancing elves, and I don't know. I just find it very funny.
0: Thanks, Suze. I'm so glad you enjoyed that jib-jabbery as much as I did. Another bit I think you and the other BCs will like, again, came from last year. I made a bonus clip for Daily Adventure Tales, but it was not part of the actual Christmas episode. Now, I know, Cheryl, that you've heard this clip, but I don't think the rest of you BCs have heard this before. It's a poem I wrote when I was young called, quote, Twas the Groove Before Christmas. I liked how it came out. So besides having the link to it, I'm going to put it in this show right now as a special gift for you. everyone this is Lori Weaver from dailyadventuretales.com and I'm a retired baby boomer that's right I'm retired I retired fairly early and kind of wondered what the heck to do with my life and so I started learning how to podcast Well, I've always liked to do things that are creative. I've always liked to do things that are new. I'm out to inspire other retired folks and other baby boomers who are maybe stuck in a little bit of a rut to try something fun. And back when I was a kid, I used to like to write and make up things. And I came across one of my old journals the other day and found a poem that I had written as a parody of The Night Before Christmas by Clement C. Moore. Now, there's a lot of Night Before Everything based on Clement's work because it's in the public domain. This one, I was heavily influenced by the, the new spirit of the time in the 60s and earlier from the beatnik vibe of the 50s. I wrote this, when I was probably eight or nine years old. So I think it was from around 67 or 68. Anyway, I hope you enjoy my masterpiece, The Groove Before Christmas. T'was the Groove Before Christmas, based on T'was the Night Before Christmas by Clement C. Moore. T'was the Groove Before Christmas, and all through the pad not a creature was stirring, not even Big Dad. The sandals were placed by the hearth with care in the hopes St. Nick, baby bring his new pair. All us cats were out of our beds, sitting down to meditate on top of our heads. And out in our yard there arose such a scene that we sprang from our heads to see what could it mean. But what to our wandering people should appear but a big bearded dude drinking masses of beer. He said not a word except for a burp. Uh. He pulled the bag of sandals and went straight to his work. He laid our shoes out next to our bed, twinkled all rosy, flashed the peace sign and said, you dudes keep it groovy now, remember this yule? Don't drink when you're driving. Definitely not cool. He turned from his then, went straight to the slate, tossed his keys under Rudolph and floated away. We heard him say as he flew in the night, Groovy Christmas to all, it's been out of sight. Hey man, that's groovy. And speaking of my other podcast or other podcast shows, here's someone else who has a special greeting for you.
1: This is Alan Standish of Progress Not Perfection, wishing you and your family a happy holiday.
0: And right back at you, little bro. And B.C.'s, if you would enjoy seeing Alan and me rock out as elves, I put a link to that jib jab on today's show notes as well. That's right. I was full of jib jabbery. (laughs) I made one for Alan, too. So I hope you go to the show notes and take a look. I am proud to present our first annual special holiday Brave Companion musical concert by us, the BCs. First up, Fiona sings and plays Rainy White Christmas. She's calling that because she recorded I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas during a rainstorm with her window open, and she's playing the ukulele.
3: Tops glisten and chill
0: me right back to Hawaii. I love that version. I really think that's great. Next up, I'm going to put myself on the bravery report because as you know, I am scared of singing in public and through that fear and the encouragement of UBCs, I've been going to a singing teacher and trying to learn how to sing and I asked my singing teacher if she would give me a Christmas song so I could try to sing it for you. And this is the first song that I've ever sung without like really working on it. Like my other practice song, we'd spend time like picking where the vowels go and where my mouth goes and where the placement goes and all of this. So this holiday gift is me as I sing now. Like if I came over to your party and we started singing around the piano... This is the kind of voice I have today, and I have to tell you, while it's not, you know, I'm going to be a singing star quality voice, I'm very happy that this is as good as I can sing right now. This is so much better than I ever could sing before. I'm really proud of it. Now, unlike Fiona, who is playing the ukulele, I am picking out the melody one-handed on the piano while I'm singing Walking in a Winter Wonderland.
2: Sleigh bells ring, are you listening?
0: Now, last but not least is Suze, also known as Suzanne, and she posted via comment on day 93 when I asked on the blog if she'd like to contribute to the holiday show. She said, I'd like to maybe play Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. It's sweet and melancholy, and even though it talks about letting your heart be light, it makes you feel all nostalgic and verklempt. And I think of that scene from Meet Me in St. Louis, where Judy Garland is singing to little Margaret O'Brien, who when she cries, it can break your heart in two. Wow, not only does Suze send me a great version of this song as she describes it, but she goes on the bravery report for recording for you her voice for the very first time so she can tell you about her song.
3: Hi, Lori. It's Suze. I'm sending you um, a recording of my playing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, which is one of my favorite holiday songs. And it's arranged by Liz Story, who's a very good jazz and New Age pianist. I like her rendition very much. So I hope you enjoy it, and happy holidays, and Merry Solstice, and Merry Christmas, and everything to all of the BCs. Thanks.
0: Hooray for you, Suze. You're double brave today, and I love how it all turned out. Well, BCs, I hope you enjoyed our mini concert as much as I did, and I hope that maybe it will inspire some of you who play an instrument or sing to share your gifts with us on the show for foolish fun or for another musical segment. It doesn't have to be perfect, as I've proven with my own singing, to be a gift from the heart. We're going to close out this year and the show with "All Dang again by the United States Marine Band. But first, I want to recap for you all the fun goodies on today's show notes page, day 95. So if you come to compulsiveovereatingdiary.com/day95/, you can see the fun and foolish jib jab video, ABC holiday with Stephanie, Donnie, and Lori. Click the link to listen to last year's awesome holiday show on Daily Adventure Tales. See the fantastic holiday selfies of Donnie, Stephanie, and moi. Click to play a special BC Christmas word search puzzle online that I made you. Read all about the wonderful U.S. Marine Band and the songs we featured by them today. Click on the link to see me and Alan Standish rock the night away as elves. And don't forget that you can stop off there to comment about how you enjoyed today's show. Encourage our concert ladies and wish each other a happy holiday, however you celebrate, or any other good cheer. And now, before we leave, comes a greeting from my true love, Mark.
1: Happy holidays, brave companions. Don't do anything I wouldn't do.
0: That means they can do anything.
1: Well, almost anything. I wouldn't accept any wooden reindeer.
0: <laughs> oh, you're too much. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.
1: Happy holidays. Happy holidays.
0: Happy holidays.
1: Happy holidays.
0: Happy holidays.
1: The reindeer are singing.
0: The reindeer know how to sing.
1: Well, do they? I don't know.
0: <laughs> but the bells might be ringing.
1: Rudolph, the singing reindeer.
0: Might caught us, cost us a licensing fee.
1: <laughs> oh, well, then skip Rudolph and just talk about me. <laughs> okay, happy holidays, honey. Happy holidays.
0: For your New Year's pleasure... Here's old dang See you next year BC's. Until then, take care because I really really care.
1: Happy holidays.